0: Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than hundred million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about partnership marketing strategies everything from affiliates, influencers, and performance based marketing that's going to drive more traffic, more sales, more revenue for your business, and maintain profits. Okay, so if you don't know anything about affiliates, this is for you. And even if you are into the affiliate world, I'm gonna give you some game changer categories on how to diversify how you make money with affiliates. So let's get into it. The first thing I'm gonna say is I was thinking of the story behind why it was so important for me to share these things with you and why this is gonna be the theme of the podcast on how to monetize your business through affiliates. This is my background. However, in 2015, I was only driving through one source of truth of affiliate traffic, which was direct response affiliates. People with email lists that were emailing people the products and they're making a commission, and it was going really good. I had a good book of business. I was doing some really amazing things with some clients at the time. Problem was the company I joined had some really aspirational goals to hit, and the problem with email affiliates sometimes is that if they're not renewing their list enough, the business dies down, and I had no other way to make money for the business. There you go, I could get fired because why do I need Joey if he's not driving more traffic to the business? So it got me thinking, I need more ways to diversify my business as far as affiliates and traffic, which is the world that I know. So today I'm going to introduce you to direct response affiliates and the traditional affiliate model for that. And then we introduce you to the four other segues of affiliates that I started to go into. And it starts with a different funny story I'm going to share in just a second. But the first thing I want to share is something of value. I want to bring one partner up profits, power move to each of these episodes. And my goal is to get to 101, whether it's my power move or somebody I'm interviewing. And it's to add value to your life, to make better networking connections, and just in general, make more business through partnerships. So the one I have for you today, it's a boring one. It's simple, but not everyone's doing the basics. And the basics are what makes up success. First thing I want you to do is make a list of all the affiliates or potential affiliates that you think you can get in your business and start to keep them in an Excel sheet, a Google sheet. It doesn't have to be a big paid platform, just something that tracks them. Keep track of everything from their names to their emails, to notes about them, their dog's name, (laughs) anything that's going to be relevant and on a personal level. And if you want to go a little bit deeper on this, if you have a list, get it into a CRM of some sort, customer relations management tool, and put them on an email list update them as you have promotions, as you have updates to the business, and have regular check-ins into that system. So that every four weeks, you're checking in with your top tier affiliates. And every six weeks, you're checking in with your second tier, third tiers, etc. So you want to create levels to the connections. But that's a power move today. Create a list and start to nurture that list immediately. Now let's get into a story back to podcasts. Podcasts, of course, have blown up quite significantly over the past five years. And they've been around for a long time. But around 2017, 2016, when I thought, again, thinking I was going to get fired and no more value to add to the business, I said, how else can I generate more business? I had a meeting with our CEO and bless him for (laughs) introducing me to podcast ads. So at the time we sat down on a call and he said, Hey, listen, we're going to do podcast advertising. I want to start getting into this. I see it as a wave of the future. And I was like, cool. But Thinking to myself, I actually had no idea what a podcast really was. I knew it was like a show, but I thought it was really not mainstream and that people weren't really listening to them. So what did I know? At the time, of course, I said, yeah, we're going to do that. Okay. I went back home and I started researching podcasts and ads. So I had no idea what I was doing in this world. And you might've heard me say it before. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 25. Okay. (laughs) Really late start to the tech world. So the point is, I started researching podcast ads, and this was the evolution of affiliates. Now, affiliates and podcast ads, people could say, well, it's not really an affiliate deal, but it can be. It's an extension of a business. I and mean, I think affiliates, I think are just partnerships in general, where I'm either commissioning them or paying them for an endorsement that is not our own traffic being generated through our own list or our own customers. So fast forward, we landed a whale. An amazing podcast after two to three years of outreach really took a long time to get this person. But in the meantime, we did a lot of things in podcast ads, learned a lot. So when it was time to actually go on to the main show of the podcast, we were ready for that. Podcast ads was a big one. But I'm going to go through right now the first evolution of things. Every partner is an affiliate, but not every affiliate is the same. So the key question you want to ask whenever you're looking for affiliates and how to categorize them is what's their primary source of revenue or their primary platform. We're going to talk a lot about this in future episodes, but just know that not everyone is as impactful on one platform as another. One example, somebody might have a great podcast, but their social following isn't as strong as their influence through their podcast ads. So I always want to make that distinction when I'm looking at partnerships. Partnership strategy number one, affiliate marketing, direct response affiliates, email affiliates, people that can run ads and drive affiliate links to your site, get a commission and make you money. The first thing to think about is networks. Where are the majority of affiliates hanging out? There's a whole bunch of networks that I'm familiar with and there's an ever-growing database of new networks, but there's ClickBank, there's Digistore, there's MaxWeb. These are marketplaces of existing products where people can go shop for a product to promote, and people can actually push their product onto this network to get it promoted by affiliates and get in front of a lot of people. So these are established networks, and that's primarily where I started my entire career. And it's great because they do the work for you yeah they take a transaction fee for doing all this of course and they host their own processing and payouts and they handle analytics so i think they should be compensated but there is that compensation factor and when you're thinking about affiliates continue to maintain abundance over scarcity mentality don't think i don't want to pay that transaction fee i don't want to pay affiliates that much it's in your best interest provided you know what your customer acquisition cost is and that you're not losing money Or even if you are losing money, sometimes you can make it back within seven days, 30 days, 60 days. But you have to know your numbers and I would just encourage you to be abundance mentality, not scarcity, meaning you get the lowest payouts and that you don't want to pay anybody. So you're doing manual payments. Don't do that. It's just not worth it. Now there's two ways that you can pay affiliates. There's actually three rev share, which is just, you're giving them a cut of the revenue, if it's a hundred dollar product, you have 30%, you're going to give them 30 bucks and then you maintain whatever's left over at transaction fees and you know, whatever else is going to be eating at your bottom line, right? There's always those monsters eating up your money. (laughs) The second way to pay them CPA cost per acquisition or cost per action, where you're paying a flat rate for a sale. And again, you have to decide and I've got tools on how you can do this. If you go to partnerprofits.com, I have a toolbox and I've got courses so I can actually help you walk through this. But anybody that knows their numbers, you should be able to understand how to pay someone on a rev share or commission basis on a CPA where you've already established. If I pay them $90, I will make X amount and I'm happy with that take home money. Okay, so action step here is just research a few networks. Research ClickBank, Research Digistore, Research MaxWeb. Some of these are invite only, but there are some that are public and you can go ahead and start to see what it takes to get your product onto a network. Now, the second category of affiliates, social influencers. and of course, this is a big one, right? There's so many content creators coming out. It's going to continue to evolve and everyone's going to eventually just not have a fan base because everyone's going to be just become a content creator maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's a wild idea, but I really want you to just think about social influencers on the level of how can they attract more business to your brand or your product? They're the same as affiliates. They can be paid on a revenue share, commission basis, on a cost per acquisition which is just like a flat rate, or the beautiful deal you want to make is a hybrid deal. And people could say it's a mixed deal. There's all these different words. I use the term hybrid. What does hybrid mean? If you find the perfect partnership and people that value, you know, your product and want to see you succeed and not just line their own pockets with money. You're going to want to get somebody on a rev share basis, and you're going to want to get a discounted flat rate of what they normally offer to do a post for you. Okay. So that's the hybrid deal. So commission cost per acquisition, and in the middle, you got your hybrid where you each kind of get a cut of the pie. Now, the other things to consider with influencers, of course, is that they're speaking on behalf of your brand. So you've got a bit more of a brand equity type of brand awareness deal happening, too. You have to factor that in. And it's not the choice that people usually want to make. They just want to see revenue come from influencers. But you have to consider that there are other plays you can do with influencers, including you can leverage their assets. If they have a picture of your product with them, if they've got a video ad that you can put into Facebook ads or meta ads, Instagram, et cetera, you can repurpose their ads through whitelisting or creator licensing. And you can do UGC videos, user-generated content videos with that. And they become an extension of your marketing team to some degree. So it's not just about revenue. You have to really understand what's the purpose? Why am I going after influencers? And oftentimes it is a mixed bag. It's going to be everything from collecting assets, marketing, visuals, photos, as well as getting intros to new influencers, and just increasing your brand awareness and your brand equity. But of course they do make money and you can too, through using them. You just have to understand the key is it's not hard to find influencers. It's hard to analyze them. And again, I've got frameworks. I've done this for so many years now that when I look at it, it's like when Neo looked at the matrix back in the matrix, if you guys are engaging myself right now, but at the time he was the only one that could see it. So I feel like sometimes you have to have a trained eye in this and it can be scary trying to work with influencers if you have no idea how to do it. So I get it now. Let's keep going down the line though. We've got podcast next, which is you could consider it an extension of influencers, but I consider it its own category. So category three is podcast advertising. Now, a couple of things to mention on podcast ads. It is for people who have cash. Now, I'll explain a little bit what I mean by that because it can be costly. You can go about this on the affiliate route. Meaning if you have podcasters that maybe haven't made it big yet, especially if they haven't got like a broker representing them or an agency. And if they love your product, and especially if you can get on an interview with them and you talk well and you can explain the product well, sometimes they'll do a commission deal, a revenue share, affiliate, straight up deal. Oftentimes you're gonna have to pay though. And paying for something could be paying for an interview or paying for ads. Ads could be pre-roll, mid-roll or end-roll, just the placement of when those ads go. And then there's dynamic versus what I call like baked in or static. So sometimes they sell ad space, like real estate, almost like you're staying at a hotel for a week. So the ad stays live for seven days. That's dynamic versus static. It's like evergreen. It's baked into their episode. And of course that's the one you want, but. Recently, it's been making a shift towards dynamic. So it's really a mixed bag of things. But I would say that just consider that podcast advertising is much trickier to get into. But if you've already established yourself as a brand, if you have the right partners, if you've got a bit of cash flow, okay, you do need some cash flow on this because it's not an instant return, then I would suggest trying to get into this. Although it is a bit of a niche affiliate category. <laughs> If you've ever been interested in leveling up in partnership marketing, including affiliate and influencer marketing, as well as developing stronger partnerships and making better connections, then I want to invite you to check out PartnerUpProfits.com. It's a passion project dedicated to helping you simplify your business and personal life by giving you access to done-for-you templates, blueprints, and systems related to partnership marketing that you can instantly start to use and see results from. I've always been a systems guy, and the beauty of systems is that it takes the guesswork out of the process and gives you a plan that you can use immediately while saving you time and effort. So you'll get access to free training and courses on everything partnership marketing related to level up your knowledge. And because I have a soft spot for the boots on the ground folks out there who are expected to get more done in less time using less money, the systems I'm giving you are based on a bootstrap budget so you don't need to spend thousands of dollars right out of the gate. Just go to partnerupprofits.com and sign up through my free course to get my productivity toolbox, which includes templates for scorecards, objective planning, relationship tracking templates, Productivity hacks, opportunity calculators, time-blocking templates, and a whole bunch more cheat sheets being added regularly that will totally transform you into a partnership marketing expert and productivity ninja. You can also get access to the Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing course that has over two hours of content where I'll teach you the right way to start working with influencers, including how to outreach, prospect, and close deals, and start developing more partnerships and building your influencer army go to partnerupprovits.com and get access now. Now, let's move into category number four for affiliate partnership strategies, YouTube content creators. If you haven't guessed it already, YouTube is becoming the next big thing, both in edutainment, they say, education and entertainment. YouTube is the go-to place to find instructional videos, reviews. So of course, like when I talked about category two, which was influencers, YouTube is an influencer, but again, I consider YouTube content creators, an entirely separate category for the reasons that I'm going to lay out. You can also do ads with YouTube creators and I'm not talking pay-per-click ads or PC ads. I'm talking literally somebody's going to do a video on, let's say their recent dog experience with this kennel and their hotel or whatever. You could, if you have a dog product, you could get them to do an advertisement for your dog bones, if that's what you're selling at the beginning of the video. Again, pre-roll, mid-roll, and end-roll are the typical placements. And for these videos, from what I know, it's usually baked in, but there could be some dynamic components of this in the future. That's like an endorsement type of deal. And those work too. And they can even do longer episodes on those things. And this is the one that I would caution you that if anything, I would try to get them set up to do a full content creation video and a story behind your product, where it's like a 10 minute review video or something of more content, more meaty rather than just a, Hey, I saw this product and I like it. Go to use this code again, that works as well. It does. But at the same time, the other videos that they can create for you, they live on. Look at someone's YouTube channel and look at like the history sometimes, and there's sites you can actually check out where you can see the growth of that video. It's incredible. It's a long tail dividend for you as an investment. YouTube content creators, that's the next big thing for you. So I would really recommend trying to find them and the key to finding YouTube influencers. And we're going to go into a whole bunch of ways you can do this, like where we literally dig in for a 60 minute episode on how to find YouTube content creators the right way. Find people who haven't broken into the mainstream yet. If so you want to find those people that aren't making videos that have 10 million views on each video, because they're probably the untouchables. You want to find people that have had some good success, know the game, like things are going well for them. And you can see that a couple videos are hitting, but that they haven't cracked the code necessarily on the whole thing just yet. That was number four, YouTube content creators. Let's move on to number five. Number five is a bit of a combination of the whole thing. But when I look at it, it's like a category of strategy. What do I mean by that? So think of omni-channel. What does omni-channel mean? Multiple channels, multiple ways that people can promote you. So everyone fails to do this, in my opinion. And I've really developed what I call a 360 deal wheel. So imagine like the spokes of a wheel in a bicycle or something where there's multiple spokes and there's multiple spokes to partnerships. So here's what I recommend you do. Number five. Full Integration Omnichannel Partnerships. This is by far my favorite. It's the lowest hanging fruit that nobody's picking off the tree. The first thing I would say is that you want to test as much as possible with single channels or single affiliates before moving on to the strategy, which is why I say that for number five. But here's where things get interesting and things start to compound. If you're an investor and compounding interests and all those things excite you, then this should excite you as well, okay? For those of you who don't know anything about that, including myself, still get excited. (laughs) This is what it breaks down to. Think of partnerships like a wheel. There's spokes in the wheel. There's different ways people can monetize. If somebody starts as a direct response affiliate, but hey, they also have a social channel because they've got a beautiful face, they're great on camera, and they're highly engaging, great, do some affiliate deals first with them move on to social influencer deals. Hey, they got a podcast, do a podcast deal with them. Oh, they have an event coming up. Why not sponsor the event? You want to develop full integration, omni-channel partnerships as much as possible with the right people when it makes sense it's not to say you can do this with every single affiliate or every partnership channel that I'm recommending today. It's about looking for those types of things. So what I like to do is I develop what I call a 360 deal wheel, where I just visualize this all the time. And I've got it printed on my desk and it's on my screen when I'm looking at partnerships and I'm asking my teams, what else could we do with them? What else is coming up? What other trends could we try? This is the most impactful because think of it this way. You've already established a relationship with that person. So why not ask for more deals they'll probably start to give you volume deals and discounts on their flat rates and if you're working on a commission basis it's in their best interest to want to promote you more to make more money because they've already also put in the work with you as a brand as a product as a relationship so this is my favorite one to do the one caution i would do is say start slow and test horizontally before scaling Vertically. But I won't go all in on someone just because they did an affiliate email blast for me, meaning they sent it to their email list and then they have a podcast. Hey, I'm gonna definitely sponsor their podcast. I'm gonna do my research because as I said before, not every partner is as impactful on every one of their platforms. So somebody even who's got a brick and mortar business as an example, they might have a great clientele that they refer a lot of people to you, but they have a podcast. I might not pay them the same amount for their podcast because it's not as impactful. So the takeaway for point number five and in full integration, omni-channel partnership deals is just continue squeezing the juice from the fruit as much as possible by using calculated risk assessments on what you think of each other of channels based all on the starting point of what's the primary channel that you think will make a lot of money. It's like the primary channel that they use to monetize their own business. That's where you start but continue to evolve the business from there and you'll do amazing things with some really cool people. So here's a recap. I'd like you to walk away with a 30-day plan. If you're just starting in this or maybe you've got a few reps under your belt, you have a few affiliates. Affiliates, social influencers, podcasts, YouTube content creators, full integration partnerships. So depending on where you're at on the spectrum, you could potentially move into omni-channel partnerships right away. You can move into social influencers. But if you've never started this, here's the next plan for you create a summary sheet of your product and this should be like literally a one pager and you can put it onto a website, into a PDF, something you can reference easily for people to understand your program, what your product is, what the X factors are. The next thing you want to do, figure out your payouts. How much can you afford? What's your customer acquisition cost as a starting point? That's where I would start Or how much I can pay somebody because if I'm acquiring customers at this cost, then I can afford to pay someone else at that cost. Keep in mind though, If it's a pretty low payout for affiliates, it's better to actually, again, be abundance mentality rather than scarcity. Pay them a bit more, even if it's going to be above what you normally pay to acquire a customer internally through your own marketing efforts. Research three to five networks, affiliate networks being anything ClickBank, Digistore, MaxWeb. There's a bunch of different affiliate networks out there impact.com is another one i'm not really endorsing any of these i'm just naming the ones that i know but research those networks get onto a call with one of their account managers they're usually really great at providing you onboarding steps and you'd be surprised at how easy it actually is to get onto these networks and how easy it is to get in front of like thousands of affiliates right away but the things you need to do first are the summary sheet how much you can pay affiliates and then research two to three platforms for organizing payouts. So let's say that you don't want to go with direct response affiliates, which is totally fine. You still should invest into some sort of platform that pays affiliates and tracks commissions for you. And again, you don't have to do this. Some people are doing this in Airtable through project management softwares and doing manual payouts, which is fine to start with, but honestly, it's just not worth it. You want to stay in your zone of genius, get someone else to do this. That's more effective at it than you and automate that process of your business from the beginning test them out, but look for two to three, get some demos done and then decide on one, take action. It's action over perfection in this game, no matter what you're doing. So even if you don't like it in a few months or six months, you can always go with another one and you can do trial runs with them too. The next thing is to create a portal. What's a portal? It's a place on your site that says affiliates apply here. And if you're not happy with the public viewing of that and you want to keep it private, that's fine. Keep the link handy, bookmark it. And when someone asks you about your affiliate program, you can send them to that one pager that identifies the product description, how to promote, make sure they have assets, including what to say, what the main copywriter or taglines are, main promises, benefits, outliers, et cetera. Also visuals of the product. And then how do they get an affiliate link for commissions? And then of course when you're working with partnerships it's going to be a completely different game you're going to want to have the partnerships apply here or ambassadors apply here but those are the steps make sure there's somewhere they can go and sign up without you having to get involved and then the only thing you have to do is potentially approve these affiliates as they come into your program but that's it trust me this is a recession proof way to implement in your business to start to diversify how much money you're making from across the board really but in general from partnerships Partnerships and affiliates are going to live on past that first day. They're going to be people that come back to you, want to make more sales. They're going to be people you're talking to, that you become friends with. And that's really what this is all about. This is why I love this world. So I'm excited to share a lot more advanced strategies on all these top five things. I'm going to break them down in the following episodes and throughout the history of this podcast. I hope you got some value from this today and implement at least one strategy. And I know you'd be thankful for it. So until next time, we'll see you then. That's all we've got for this Partner of Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerofprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.